I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? all right folks thanks if you're still with is there a, uh we're we're going through the alien franchise six movies one episode um, we're now we've already talked about Alien and Aliens in the first part of the show and now we're going to focus on the Dave Fincher directed Alien 3 for a bit and then we're going to Alien Resurrection that fucking insane movie so yeah it's going to be unlike 1 and 2 which is like 1 going was a love fest into 2 oh, it was a love fest yeah. but also there was there was a cohesion yeah 3 and 4 is is, is, <laughs> is but it, it's part 3 is not Dave Fincher's fault like, though I, massive I studio like interference like, you know two genres that have nothing to do with each other I feel like I'm doing an X-Men film followed by a candy man you know what I mean like, it doesn't feel like but what did you make of the change in scene like a change like so pretty much I didn't know about this I think uh, you're going to talk about how the alien um, no I, I want to talk about the prison colony the prison colony yeah, yeah. what did you think of I, I can't remember the name of the prison colony um, Segula Secula I can't remember the name of the shit but it doesn't it doesn't matter the film the film is the film the whole the concept was for me when I look back on it the concept was that they tried to revisit the first one but make it harder. That yeah. was as simple as it was. You've gone back to Aliens 1. Yeah. Alien, sorry. And you are you after taking wrong? all of the weapons <laughs> completely away. Yeah. As in the guys have scissors, crowbars. We they, work on the honor system here. Yeah, we work. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And they're violent the criminals, but they, Fucking, but they have... See, Charles Dance, sorry for cutting across it, but he popped in my head. Fucking Tywin Lannister is the, the doctor, the medical officer. Is he? Yeah. Fuck me, I didn't spot that. Yeah, that's Charles Dance from Game of Thrones. Uh, that yeah. amazing seven the season show. Uh, yeah. show <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. Respect the joke. I got love for the joke. But um, yeah, so like, um, what did you think of the, yeah, as you said, it's just like a harder version of part one. Because like, so the thing is, when you do a trilogy, the hard formula is part one was one, introduced it so you get away with it. Part two goes bigger because it has to. What do you do? Oh, part three. In New York. Yeah, you know, even in smaller, like even in fun films, you need to. There's the whole thing that you have to go bigger. It, it just I don't yeah, know. Go bigger, go home. Like you know what I mean. Go bigger, go home is definitely the way. Um, it, but this one I get. No, I I get it. Like uh, look on the face. Look, before we get into execution. Yeah. On the face of it, you could say... In terms of execution, though, there's a lot of studio interference in this. It's not Dave Fincher's fault. You know what? I'd, I'm not going to lie and say that. I did my homework, and I watched the goddamn films. Yeah. Uh, you are, 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 are a, a, an even bigger buff than I am. A nerd. Yeah, so I know like with things like Spider-Man 3 and stuff, it's famous, yeah. the studio interference and stuff. But uh, I thought they tried to go with Alien 1, as in how dangerous would one of these aliens be if you were working uh, in like pre-gun era yeah. you know what i mean like you can don't get me wrong if you can you you can you can make a piece of metal you can make it sharp you can give it an edge you can yeah. again like uh, an axe i think was the most um serious weapon i see before the end where there's actual people show up with guns yeah. but um and let's just move on to alien resurrection <laughs> yeah 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 but like a guy with an axe uh, dylan um dylan who what was the name of the Black bald gentleman. Oh, um, the oh, sorry. Let me just scroll down to the cheat sheet there. Uh, yeah, Dylan. Cheat sheet, yeah, yeah. Did Char- I do it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's not a big deal to anyone. Well, he's that's terrible a ten with names. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Yeah, names. I'm terrible with names. That's a ten points for me. Yeah, Charles Dance was Clemens, and uh, I don't know. How but but um, obviously she. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, how did she end up on this ship? So pretty much, right? It's not a ship. Right, it's a prison colony. And pretty, uh, and it's funny, in space. It is, it, it is a... No, no. The funny thing about this is, right, me and Lorraine had this exact same conversation either yesterday, I think it was. Um, pretty much what happens is uh, terrible writing. Did it say to kill off Hicks and Nude, who are the two remaining... Wait, no, which was brutally bad decision. Yeah, exactly. Because it was so close to the first one. I mean, maybe Newt might have aged out the robot. You could have killed her and kept Hicks at the very least. Michael Beam is still active, like, and he still is. like. Um, yeah, I suppose I think killing Newt would have been meant some sense in the sense that um a girl as young as she was mm. you can't like if in five years time she's she looks five years older there's yeah. no 
she will grow up so much. Unle- that, unless, so that makes some sense. Unless, as much as I loved her, um, you could have Newt waking up, and the reason they survive is because she crash lands them, and she—that's how you age her. She's been awake for the five years. That's not her. Yeah, you know hard. what I mean. Like it's a very easy thing to do. She woke up. She had a problem with her um, hyper chamber, or whatever. Which they touched on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Been, and yeah. she she could have woken up five years previous. They think they've crashed land to wake up and to see that um, Newt is much older. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, done that. Yeah. yeah. So that's an easy enough plot device, and like. And what else they could have done is, um, or sorry, sorry, it would have been interesting as well because she's such a young girl. It would have been like you could have touched on what the five, six, whatever years. Well, she was to her. Well, she is. Did you not notice about Newt? Right, she is the hide and go seek champion of LV four two six. Did you well, know about uh, that? No, like I, that, I, I, that, that, yeah. that little girl fucking survived with no guns or training. Yeah, longer <laughs> than that. Yeah, I remember like, you had to wait like such an amount of hours. We never, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize for the last podcast, people. We never said game over, man game over yeah. and it's in our own fucking intro dude i would have said it right at the end of the show it's what i was leaving for seriously yeah come on guy cut that out carl <laughs> I, I didn't know i, I didn't know he was playing three-dimensional chess yeah you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying but uh but fucking um but see like i i lived with a cousin of mine he was older than me and he um he, he was working in port he's from a different county so you're staying with us for a while but i remember he was the one who told me about this film and he got it on cassette tape and we watched it in uh in at home and he was just saying that look i'll be honest with you bar the one scene where a guy says but it's not a great film you remember the butt moment well tr- it's where uh one of the flares accidentally drops when they're when they're when they're covering everything in tar and the guy oh. goes, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he goes uh but he said it's not it's not a great film but keep an open mind he goes yeah. so i remember i just remember him saying that to me and i was only 10 11 12 but uh, i walked i watched it but i'd seen the first two so probably 13 i'd seen the first two and i remember just thinking yeah this isn't working yeah like and i and I, after re-watching it i didn't hate it i really didn't yeah i didn't hate it and i always i would have I'm 38 years of age as I already touched upon and I would have got to this age and if you would say an Alien 3 I would have gone oh god fucking Alien 3 man do you have a birthday recently? Uh, May yeah Is it, did I tell mm. you I have a birthday? no didn't I? no you sure? not even on Facebook I think he said on Facebook now that I remember okay you know what I take it all back he celebrated my birthday in historical fashion yeah did we were recording during that time? yeah we recorded uh, on my birthday did we? yeah and I didn't bring it up because because I'm just what, humble. Like what that. a loser! Yeah, yeah. We'll be recording my birthday. I'll be talking about it the whole way through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like thinking about it on this the day of my birth. <laughs> but uh, I remember watching this film. This is like how how Alien Tree reminds me of the day I was born. <laughs> Alien Tree, like okay, Aliens one and two exist mm. at this time, and you come to I guess again going to a hypothetical. You come to me and I'm. Whatever, I'm the guy who's going to fund your film. I'm just money bags. I, I, I don't. And you said, what if? Fox, Rupert Murdoch. Ru- Rupert Murdoch. Okay, yeah, you know, he never makes any bad decisions. Solid dude, nice dude. Um, <laughs> Solid dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he, but you come to me and say, look, what if I kind of revisited the concept of the first one? As in, how dangerous would one alien be if you didn't have all the weapons that they had in the second one? Yeah. Because in the first one, at least they were armed. Yeah. Uh, but what if in the second one there were people that weren't trained at all? Yeah, violent criminals. Yeah. So capable yeah. of violence. But even your allies are volatile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have no weapons. They have, you know, literally just rudimentary things that you would find around to to literally work, yeah. do the work that was done on... Uh, um. Sorry, so if it's not a ship, what was it? No, so pretty much she crash lands. They find her. It's a prison colony, and what happened was there was a, there used to be thousands of prisons uh, prisoners there, and the people that ran that prison, they abandoned the colony. But certain amount of these prisoners that converted to this zealot kind of religion, they're they're all members of, they wanted to stay there. So they'd said, "We let you be custodians, custodians, and we let you to maintain the place, and we're going to leave two people to oversee it, eighty five, and the other guy." And pretty much um, good old eighty-five. Good old eighty-five. Don't call me that. Um, but like, so that's pretty much what it was. Like, she crash landed just happenstance on this planet. They found her um, wreck, and they bring her in. And in Charles Dance, who I think is a creepy motherfucker, this Clemens, and like he comes across so creepiness. I thought he was one of the. I thought he was. How is he her love interest? 
Exactly. Yeah. I was like, we're going to give her love interest. Uh, yeah, so I, I assume you're bringing Hicks back. No, no, we're going to kill Hicks in his cryo tube. We're not going to bring him back. We're going to have this creepy motherfucker. As I said, like, off camera, I went to a horathon in uh, Dublin and uh, and uh, Bean, uh, Sean, sorry, Michael Bean, Michael Bean. He was he was there and he was saying, yeah, that they, they wanted to use again. They didn't want him in the film. So he said, can we use your image? You know, obviously you'd get like a flat fee flat for that. Yeah. And you know, so and then we cremate her, like Ripley can have closure or what have you. And he said, uh, can you fuck? Can you fuck? Because he was yeah. what's gonna be in the film? No, he just felt cheated on it. And you know what? He was absolutely right. And I remember talking to him, he it's wasn't he wasn't character. a dick about it. he's an absolute gent. Yeah. He wasn't a dick about it whatsoever. And he's Terminator One and Aliens under his belt at this stage. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? mean? And and he survived. I mean he survived when yeah. like a, a lot of People died in the first film. She was the only one. Second film, everyone got wiped the fuck out. There was a entire team of Marines. A whole colony. Whole colony. Yeah. I want your filter. Do you have more? No, I don't see them. This fucking guy. But uh, I thought, I thought the fact that they didn't use them, I thought was criminal. And I remember thinking that when I watched the first. And Newt, Newt was a kid. I I don't know. Like I, I I thought that that was. I grew to like it as I got older, you know, the, the the Game of Thrones where they'll actually kill off characters that you love and then you get the feeling that no one's safe and that does ultimately make a show more... Yeah, with such weak writing. But I, I wonder, maybe if you're going to do it, if you're going to have the balls to kill off the child, yeah. then kill off the child in the film. Yeah. You know, like, not having her at all, like, yeah. at all, was really fucking, really yeah. pissed me off. It just seemed like such a, a strange out, because you have survivors, and if you want to link the mythology from part three to part two... It, yeah, it was almost like, yeah, I've... They didn't even really touch upon the the, the, the history of it the way the second one did the first. Yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, bitch has seen some shit. Yeah, no, I love... And she's, and she's crazy. Yeah, and um, I love... And that's how... The, the, they don't believe her. That that's always a big thing. Yeah, I, I love a scene like that where someone that is so in the right, but the truth they're telling is so unbelievable that everybody mocks them nearly. Like, and the truth of the matter is that is kind of how real life goes. Yeah, you know, I've heard, I've had people tell me ghost stories, and I don't believe. Yeah, them. I love that story where or the line Rorschach says sounds totally unbelievable. It's probably true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some shit like that. Like probably butchered, but um, yeah. So like. Like she crash lands, then they find her, they bring her in, they start doing all these medical examinations with her. And at the same time, um uh fucking I think they see we see acid burns on her shuttle, her like lifeboat or whatever she was on from the Salaco and um uh <laughs> do you want me to strike <laughs> but she, uh we see acid burns, so they kind of alluded to an inner stowaway. Cause it's Zena Morsby stowaway in like a motherfucker. <laughs> like unbelievable. We're in the third film here, folks. Okay. They stowed, the, stowed away three times. Three times. In fact, this one has a double stowaway. Yeah. Because she killed in, the green in what in I watched two. a dog and in what he's watched a um, No, no, do you know do you know in she Bison? Kills, no, oh Buffalo, but no, do you remember in part two she kills the queen, so a double stowaway that must have happened. For another alien. So there must have been like a couple of stowaways. Yeah, at the end of part so two. Like, and yeah. she didn't notice one of them somehow. Just the aliens going, what's going on there? I don't know, a lot of fighting. I'm yeah, just going to fight here. <laughs> like, just chilling. Yeah, <laughs> just going to chill she, out here. She killed the queen. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was fucking fro At that point, I remember, again, I, I never had this thought before. And I've seen all yeah. of the first two three films, I'd seen them. I've seen the third one maybe twice. Yeah. And now three times. And the other two a bunch of times, but I never got the stowaway. I was again, it's watching them all together. Yeah, you yeah. just see these patterns. It's the best way to watch a franchise, of course. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Um, but I'll be honest, I don't often do that. But I've seen a film a bunch of times, yeah. I might get back around to it for some reason. Oh, I, I love doing up. it though, yeah. I love but, doing um, it. doing this, I was just like, God damn it, just like there is a stowaway. Anyway, yeah. before we all go into hypergenics, should we get the stowaway? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's something you touched on earlier because I watched, as we were saying, because I watched the, the special edition versions of these when you watch the theatrical. And yeah, the the Xenomorph, for some reason, they decided, like, so there's that there's that whole scene where uh, Hicks and Newt are being jettisoned into space. And at the parallel, running parallel to that is the first appearance of the Xenomorph in this movie. And the version you've seen, which is the one I've seen when I was a kid, the Xenomorph. Uh, the face hugger attacks a dog, and the xenomorph chest bursts from a dog. Like it looks like a Rottweiler or an Alsatian yeah, or something. Like that, it? It yeah, it falls on its side. And it, yeah, uh, and in the scene I seen was two of the prisoners 
they find the buffalo that's after dying. He said it's just caved over, eight, only eight years old in its prime or whatever. And they sit, talk about, oh, we'll have that for dinner later. And we throw in the stew. And they leave the buffalo there and you get this fucking... So when it bursts out the dog, is the chest burster normal size small? Yeah, normal size small. But in this one, it's gigantic. It's nearly a fully grown xenomorph burst out of the buffalo. Because it's the first buffalo, time I've... Probably. Well, I've never it's seen that before, though. It's supposed to be sort. Because, you know, we've seen later in like Alien versus Predator, it had a predator hybrid kind yeah. of aspect to it and a buffalo of course is completely different to a human as is a dog exactly it seems to actually have any like, I don't know wings. it seemed more canine from the version like the way it plays out even so I don't understand suppose one picture in my head is just an alien because thing, you know, no xenomorph. but if you look at it though like um, the xenomorph in aliens and alien are more bipedal whereas the xenomorph in alien 3 is more quadrupedal that's true you know what I mean no, that, that's yeah, fair and it's smaller as well yeah because and it's it was fast as exactly like you know what i mean so like yeah, I, fair point no fair point do you remember I mean, I something concede, I, I can see yeah definitely. do you remember something i touched on the first section was like does the xenomorph have any one particular form or is it just depending on the ho- on the host has to depend well i mean I, i'm thinking tensile tail the the tongue and stuff like that is is, is ine- inevitably inherited from the queen yeah but obviously you would take on characteristics given to it by its host yeah so yeah. yes and no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so you're saying... No, but like, there's some things that seem locked in. But does a queen not have to chest burst, which is what we find out in Alien 3? So does the, the the shape of the queen being humanoid just mean that it's popped out of a humanoid creature and that the queen's even Shit, form... That's a mind fucking thing to say. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, the yeah, only yeah, queens... No, you're we, right. No, you're right. Yeah, the yeah. only queens we've seen have had human hosts. It's not born from love like every human being. That's yeah, you know what I mean? And like, how does uh, um, they dictate what pod is a queen? What creates a queen xenomorph in terms of a, dro- a, a, dro- a drone or whatever? If you want to use insect terms, you know what I mean? Like, so what is the difference? Like, these are things that I, 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 like, I've seen these movies too much. I think when I look at movies like that, it's like, yeah, what is the difference? What makes a queen? Like, and why does the queen look like a queen? Like, is the queen only because looks that way because it burst chest burst from a humanoid? Or is that what the, the queen has a set shape and the other xenomorphs look similar to the queen, but it's the host dependent? The, they will always look like a xenomorph, as in black skin or whatever, even though it changes when you see Prometheus and um, Alien Covenant. But do they always have this, like, because even if the more I think about it later on, they don't have the uh, what's the word we used earlier for the tongue? Um, well, it was kind of like oh, we didn't really have a good word for it, I suppose. <laughs> extractable kind of uh, mouth inside of the yeah, retractable. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know, like because we said the tail is a prehensile tail. But the, yeah, yeah, but the tongue. So is... it's like um, what's the word we shoot without like a trusting? I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's like a, a mouth tongue. But in ma- a massive amount of part, we've seen it cut through yeah. uh, helmets, and we've seen it cut through. We've seen a cut through, um, cut through people, and we've seen a cut yeah. through like windows and shit like that. Extreme amount of power, yeah, like hundreds and if not thousands of pounds of pressure, yeah, that's able to actually just extract the tongue with. Yeah, no, no, I just mean like, what do you think sets the form that the xenomorph takes? Is this it'll make a long question short? I suppose like it, it would come to make it simple in terms you can understand. It comes down to two parents. Yeah. So whatever the parent is, now I do think that any humanoid parent would, from our eyes. Be the exact same type of alien because they're simply born from a human male female fine no difference yeah uh but yeah we'll take on perhaps some because you're right this one yeah. was basically entirely bipedal and i remember thinking it's faster yeah it was so fast and not to jump too far ahead far ahead but the prometheus ones and stuff look different because their hosts are different exactly yeah, yeah but yeah. also during their earlier stages of evolution yeah, yeah. yeah pro protomorph and yeah, yeah so. even the queen was in its earlier stages of of metamorphosis yeah whatever. so it, it in fact didn't really exist in yeah because like, this movie like I, I, I know in terms of quality it lacks in comparison to part one and two but when you get two 10 out of 10 movies the only way is down like yeah yeah you yeah. know what i mean it's just like it's a victim of it i wouldn't call success, it even like, a giant cash grab I, I think fincher tried to make the best movie he could i just think he came movie. up short it's not even like he came up short he was hamstrung he was a music director before this it was his first feature and like he had to give in to a lot of studio interference and said that it set his tone as so director give me one big example um, in this movie, like yeah, um, I just think like uh, a lot of the, the I think the way this the narrative was told, I actually don't know a shit ton of the details, but like he just said that a lot of, there was a lot of studio interference in how the narrative was told. And if you look at the director's cut, like I don't know, like he's, there's very little difference. So I don't know because 
uh, in the edition I have, something I said to you off air was all the directors introduced their movie. Even the French dude came back and introduced part four and he was like, I didn't think this needed a director's cut. I was pretty happy with the movie. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. Really? They give you an option to make it better? Like, come on, you know, but like, I just think Dave Fincher is what I was going to say. It was the only one that didn't introduce his movie. So it's still, there's some, you know, chagrin or whatever there between him and the studio, Fox yeah. or whatever. But of course, because it's always going to be like, you know, studio interference and stuff. And Sam Raimi ended up in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. That was the, when the name that came up was yeah. directed by Sam Raimi. And for, for me, when I walked away from that, absolutely heartbroken thinking yeah. that was a pile of shit. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, it was Sam Raimi, who, uh, who I, I, to this day, love. You're like, I can't believe Sam, what are you doing? Yeah, so wrong? You know, yeah. but, but then, you know, like, he did. And you find do, out. Yeah. You find out. But at the same time, you know, um, especially now in the age where we live in, where, like, you just go on YouTube and yeah. if they break down films in such a way they can tell you that oh at this point this actor wanted this and this actor wanted this and this also yeah. to change the script here and to change the script we know this shit now but it's still your name yeah because it's you know it's and if you're a screenplay it's still your fucking screenplay yeah but, uh, so your name is unfortunately sullied yeah what do you make of um the the difference in this we see that like so Ripley's like nauseated or whatever the whole way through she's not yeah. feeling well and at the same time you have the xenomorph that's attacking the prisoners and killing them and they were trying to lure it into this fucking big toxic waste vault and shit Dro uh, molten uh, lead or something no no this is before uh, that oh, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. they lured into pretty much uh, the crazy dude uh, two guys go missing they think the crazy dude's killed them and then they realise that he's telling the truth and then they lure the the xenomorph into this toxic waste uh, safe, like a, a big a vault that was supposed to be filled up, but they never did. They trap it in there. The crazy dude who's become obsessed with this dragon, he calls it, later on. That's right, he was calling it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and your man, yeah. he, he manipulates a guy to free him. And he knocks that dude out, and then he goes, kills the guard, lets out the xenomorph because he's obsessed with it. And the xenomorph obviously kills him straight away. And that's how the xenomorph gets back out for the last part of the movie and shit. Like, and yeah. then they come up with the idea later on is uh, Ripley figures out that she's uh, infected because they, they were in a scan on her. And kills the, uh, the Game of Thrones guy then, mustn't it? Oh, Clemens. Yeah. He gets killed, yeah. yeah and then, after she bangs him. After he bangs her. But anyway, yeah. like, equal rights, you know. And They bang and each other. They bang each other. Hashtag equal banging. Equal banging. <laughs> uh, but then there is... And that is a great scene, I always thought, because Rip... Because... Um, Sigourney Weaver delivers it so well. She has just that absolute desperation because it's like uh, you, I've fought these things, I've run from these things, and now it like you don't. It, it doesn't take anything from her that she's just scared. Yeah. As in, it's one inch from your head. Yeah. It's there's no there's nobody that's ever lived on this earth that could take one in a straight. Are, are you fight. talking about that scene? Yes. Where the xenomorph goes and right up. It to goes her. right up to her, and then it goes, and it, and and you don't. It doesn't even appear to really have eyes or a nose. Yeah. But it still goes. Yeah. And it sticks out the tongue, and she's just freaking, and then she realizes she's pregnant. Yeah. She's pregnant with a xenomorph. With the with not just that, but with a queen. A queen, and and that means it won't harm her. Yes. Yeah, so, so she the, wants Dylan to kill her, and I always thought that was great because her because she was she hate it always just showed like how much she wanted him destroyed. Yeah. And as in like, oh, there's one in me, then destroy me. Yeah, because I think it's, she said she's she that say, driven. Like, is it in this one where she says it's been so long since you've been in my life? I don't remember a time before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's just that kind of thing. And where, especially because there's always I remember Demolition Man even touching upon it when he got. But again, stasis, uh, stasis, their form of it. Yeah. Um, and they were saying, oh, people, don't, people don't dream. He said, he's at dinner and people goes, no, people don't dream when they're in the stasis. And he goes, mm. like, how, how the fuck? He said, you know, like, how the fuck? How do, how do you tell me that? Mm. I'm telling you you're wrong. So even if like your time slows down a thousand to a thousand or a ten thousand, yeah. if you're still, if you're in there for decades after decades, there's something there. Like you wake up with probably a sense that you that's been so long yeah, how do like you, you feel she, old you how know? do you think she got infected oh god it's bad writing bad writing yeah stowaways stowaways do you think like by the camp? and here's the thing the eggs never stole yeah you, that's not how the eggs work face they, hugger face huggers face huggers pop from the eggs when it's time yeah and other than that they wait and if they have to wait 30 years they wait 30 oh, years hundreds of years hundreds of years hundreds they're of years. in complete and total stasis obviously there's something about the egg that can obviously read some sort of bio in alien one they alluded to like some sort of like self-contained atmosphere 
Yeah. And, he, and you, you being the intruder, yeah. it alerts. Yeah. In some sort of way. Yeah. Or as Billy Crudup does, he practically fit, fist fucking finger bangs. Yeah, he's absolutely. Like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you're kind of shady. Let me trust you about stroking this egg over here. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, I, I think I'd probably have a decent chance of surviving this only because, like, I'd be like, Are you going down to the look at one of those eggs? Yeah, shot yeah. in the back of the head. Yeah, shot in the back of the head. Yeah, like, well, oh my god, you're not going to believe it. He just shot himself yeah. in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, he shows him like a room of like dead things. He's like, Let's go in this basement. I'm like, Oh, yeah, cool. And as soon as he was around the corner, I'm like, Shot in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. What's in here might be worth money. What's in here might be worth being dead <laughs> yeah but um yeah so like because uh, we kind of touched on it like and we were actually running through this nicely um the, cli- the big climax of alien tree is like um um do we already talk about the differences in the failure but do you remember when we were trying to like, do we already start... talk about the differences in the dog and the buffalo and stuff like that we already did didn't we? yeah uh, but like the big uh, run through is she finds out that the xenomorph that's that's uh running around this prison colony killing people is not going to attack her so they're going to use her as live bait yeah. to bring it into this place that was like a big molten um steelworks or some shit yeah, like that yeah. that was dry at the time but there was an, like, a huge potential of, of yeah molten, exactly because yeah, i think they were just kind of keeping it alive but it wasn't yeah, active or yeah. something but it's one of these things it's almost like a really futuristic version of a prison gang yeah saying they were given a function yeah they're they process metal or whatever it yeah, was. yeah exactly yeah. yeah and um so what you make of like the run through was like use her as light bait and we get that whole big sacrifice scene and we see the return we of see a few of those but you know like where the guys are trying to close down the chambers that they don't want the yeah. alien to use because they need it to go down a certain track so they need to alert it and then yeah. run like a motherfucker that was that was good yeah i mean we've shot in this film a bit but credit where it's due yeah we're just running because and, and obviously they they, they, it's kind of an evil dead thing they're yeah. running from a camera when you watch them all together alien tree suits part one and two it's just it does, good it? it's just it kind of suits it like i don't like the prison aspect the prisoners i just look i i thought the guy i did get it i, I do get that you're watching the second one you're kind of going well you know the, the go bigger go home well i don't know how to go much bigger than this yeah you know i i don't know so let's go back to our roots yeah let's go back to our roots but let's make it like no flamethrowers are really high powered velocity weapons. Yeah. Futuristic high powered velocity weapons. Better yeah. than shit we have now. Mm. Um let's let's like bring it down to basics as in like you have to take on with like best luck with your Frankenstein monster when you have pitchforks. Yeah, exactly. That, right. And and that's cool. Yeah. When you think of it that way, it's kinda cool. Could, like Stone Age. Yeah, it, it was. I mean yeah, they yeah. had they had rudimentary weapons. Uh, yeah, the only thing they could really use was like fuel that they remember the man yeah. killed himself earlier. And then he actually, yeah, the, the guy drops a flare because he gets yeah. taken out by an alien and it falls yeah. and the guy goes, What? Yeah. A it's even so low tech that remember they were going through the tunnels earlier on to have candles. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, they even have candles just to, to what you call it, mark their way or whatever, and your man even goes back to light candle. I think that's when you seen the xenomorph pop up and kill a guy. Yeah, it's one, uh, it's one of the first times, isn't it? Like, I yeah, think, that's where he kills the two guys and they blame the crazy guy, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and so, like, so what do you make of? Because, like, I want to run in from Alien Tree straight into Resurrection because. Alien Tree ends with the the bring back lines Lance Henriksen, who they say Bishop was modeled after, who was a uh, uh, a friendly Wooden. face as he described. Yeah, himself. Well, yeah. yeah our, you know, are you? <laughs> yeah, because like if you'd have seen Aliens, dude, you know she was really suspicious of Bishop. Yeah, you, yeah, right yeah. up until the end, and then he died. So, <laughs> but even like she, yeah, and he's just trying to say, and we're going to extract that, and it's and, and it was so like. It was so amazingly obvious that that wasn't again. It wasn't like the the, the 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 conglomerate that have been trying to fuck her over for now about seventy years. Yeah, have said no, no, no. We've flown into the depths of space to come here because we just think you deserve a chance. Yeah. We're just gonna take that, destroy it, <laughs> all gravy. After she did with Burke as well, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and she's just like yeah, I don't think you are yeah i did like now i have to say when they actually i did love when the alien does get uh the, the molten hot lead falls on it and it still jumps and it's it's trying to survive but then it gets hit by the sprinklers yeah and the sheer um of course uh uh i, I was actually thinking why did it explode and i was thinking oh yeah it's because the steel that it was now covered in cooled super fast. super cooled yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it it caught it, it loses so many degrees of temperature it's so what- fast Doctor Doom, remember in a shitty Fantastic Four movie? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> shitty Fantastic? But I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, a plethora of shitty Fantastic Four movies. Three of them. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, so like, uh, what did you think of this? Is the first time we don't see an alien being killed by Jettison at, in the climax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the the run through of killing the xenomorph with the molten steel and explodes, and then we see? Remember, we're talking about the friendly phase. Yeah. The rescue team comes in because I think that's what we're. You might have got mixed up where he thought it was in space because they kept showing exterior shots of a ship. Yes, and that's that where, was actually yeah, that is where I am. Yeah, because yeah. I've already like a Borg cube. It was yeah, because yeah, the Ram is saying the same thing as well, and uh, that's that was the rescue team coming to the prison colony, right? Because eighty five or his commander had sent out uh, like a uh, fucking what do you call it, mayday mission, uh, mayday signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, either that or they were supposed to, they were coming there anyway to collect Scorny Weaver after she was found as a survivor. Because of her history with Adley's Hope and L four six two and L V four six two or yeah, four two six. Damn it. Oh. It's gone out of my head now. Oh. L V four two six, yeah. Disappointment. Uh, <laughs> it's too many beers. Um but like so uh she does the, the sacrifice here. Um what did you make of that and what did you think of like I, I my major well, problem I I, I, sorry, I really, you, you No know. no my major problem with these scenes with the molten hot lava is they seem tiny. Like the sense of perspective seems completely. Which is falling in. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How big is that thing? <laughs> yeah, like we're talking one bajillion tons of the Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. is it like earlier on? She just disappears into it. Yeah. yeah. Did, or do they do they jettison? They don't jettison Hicks and Newt. They drop them into the thing as yeah, well. They yeah, they as well. Yeah. Especially considering <laughs> that there's been an infestation. Yeah, and so like that really annoyed me. The sense of perspective of dropping the person into the molten hot lava, and I was like, they look way too small. <laughs> like yeah. even back then, even to now, like that really fucking annoyed me. What do you think? Like of her? I, I like. I like. I, see, the thing is, like one or two things this movie did right. I like the fact the that at the end there. again is that um, the um, is that Sigourney even Sigourney didn't make it, and I liked when it yeah. filmed just in, like nobody's invincible. I like Arnie not surviving Terminator Two. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you haven't ba-dum, seen that movie, ba-dum. I don't know why you even have an internet connection. Ba-dum, yeah. I worked that out in bass once and then it just got too epic for me. <laughs> Is that it, was, it, just, it was just so yeah, it was just so fucking like <gasps> Why my bass gently weeps. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> But um yeah, so like do you think obviously they expected no more this is the end of the franchise because you kill an offer well of course it, it, it done its trilogy and you killed the character. So at the time there wasn't obviously yeah they weren't leaning into it. Uh, but then, it, like, even though it was a poor third film, uh, Cash Talks. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't have so many Transformers films if they didn't. Yeah. Uh, so. So my heard, which will, is kind of pertinent when we go into Resurrection, is before James Cameron uh, cast Scorny Weaver, recast her in Aliens, there was talks that she did, like, for a while, because I watched this back, I can't remember I heard it, but... For a while, she wasn't going to come back in Aliens, and he was going to rewrite the script and have Newt be the main character, maybe age her up a bit or something, um, because she wanted to have some sort of hybridization with the alien. Like there's some scene where she had sex with a xenomorph or some sort of sexual activity with a xenomorph. She bred with a xenomorph, and he was like, "Nah, <laughs> that's stupid." <laughs> and she was like, "Nah, um, no, I really kind of." She kind of pushed for it, and he was like, "Well, I'll go and I've got two versions of the script here, Sigourney. I can do this movie one way or the other, or you're in it or you're not." <laughs> and obviously, you know, money talks, and she came back to the table, and eventually it was renegotiated, and they used the original version of Aliens with Sigourney Weaver in it. I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this. I can't remember where I heard it, but the reason I mentioned this is you think. Sigourney Weaver, as far as I remember, this is true. Maybe I'm going to say allegedly in case I'm wrong, but do you think she had more creative um, input in Alien Resurrection? Because we've seen the sacrifice play, it comes back, she's pregnant by the alien or whatever, and now in Alien Resurrection, we see it's 200 years in the future, full hybridization, uh, Ellen 8 or something, I think you called her earlier. Yeah, yeah, she's or Ripley 8. Ripley 8, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we see this opening scene where... She's got, see the way I segue there, like a motherfucker. Um, She, she, uh, open scene, we see her, she's being like interrogated for lack of a better term. She's being examined on or something. And she's like, she's keeping some of these memories from the clones. She's almost even completely naked. And that just gives you the impression that she is literally just back. Yeah. You know, like she's, she's just been brought back and they want to know what she has to offer. Yeah. Um, it it was, there was a lot this film got right, but what got wrong was so, Egregious, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. what's wrong with so fucking amazingly spectacularly bad? 
that it was it was hard to forgive. Well, like the late nineties, though, like there's very few. There was, I, I see, it's when CGI kind of the CGI we see now. I won't see it wasn't. It was in its infancy in the early nineties, but mm. at this stage, they started to get brave. I the Matrix want, and stuff like you know. I it, just want to say is hashtag fuck CGI, hashtag practical effects. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the thing, like I mean. <laughs> On movie magic, where we I uh, we I shared on Twitter, you shared on Facebook, etc. Yeah. And we talk about like bad special effects. It's not that the bad, and you, in the it's one bad for the time, most, yeah, bad for time. But even not just that, you was 2011. You you did the Ting prequel, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, but you're just like God. They, that film was made in 1982, and it looked better. Yeah. It still looked looks better. better. Yeah. It's just just forty they, years uh, old next year. It's just fucking phenomenal. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, and like, it it ages so well. Here's here's a few takeaways I want to say I have about Alien Resurrection. I enjoyed it more now that I'd seen. See, yeah. had I had seen it, I would have hated it. Yeah. I'm sorry, not seen it, I would have hated it. But after seeing it and kind of just kind of knowing. Yeah. I, there was a lot of this, which I, it almost had a blade feel to me at times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just. Oh, it was for, really of that era or yeah. something. Like like Resident Evil Part 1 or something. Yeah, it just felt yeah. like it was set up for the spectacular. Yeah. It just felt up, and it was. It was. They had these like. Really cool, like uh, guns popping out of uh, like of of Warwick Brown. And, yeah, that's yeah. Warwick Brown of CSI. The guy yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I was surprised about that. But uh, and it had like you what know, do you make of the cast? Like yeah, the a, cast was cool. Like, the a, alien, like that name is obviously it's ingrained. It really attracts top level people. Like I know Alien Three probably lacked that a bit. There wasn't a lot of really standout superstars apart from Scorny Weaver. Like Charles Dance now is a superstar, but only because of Game of Thrones. Maybe people are gonna be like, "Oh no, Charles Dance did this, this, and ever." But like, apart from is he? In... I don't think he hit. Like, I know he was the bad guy in Last Action was he Hero. In Dark City as well. He's the guy with the hat. Probably he, is he? he famously a bad guy. He, yeah, I, I've seen him make some jokes. But you know what I mean, though. Like, when you look at Alien Tree, there's a lack of superstars. Like, and Sigourney Weaver kind of carried that movie. And if you look at Alien One, Tom Skerd was a huge name back then. And so it's like Scorny Weaver's kind of young or whatever come true. Look at Aliens, you got Michael Bean, you got Bill Paxton, you got Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, you know what I mean? So who who else would be in that? Like, uh, uh, they're probably the top three Bill Paxton, Michael Bean, and Scorny Weaver. That sounds right. Yeah, no, and Aliens uh, Tree, we're saying, like, had a lack of that. But you look at fucking Alien Resurrection, it's a weak movie, but look at the cast. Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman, Ryder. Winona Ryder, Sigourney Weaver, you got Warwick Brown. I, know, I don't want to even know your real name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, it must be Warwick Brown to me, hashtag CSI. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and, but also that, that creepy... Um, Bad Deriff is in it too. Child's Play, the voice of Chucky. Like, you that's know? who I was trying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to think of. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, it was like a <laughs> diamond or something. <laughs> Sorry, I can't uh, take uh, But he fucking. Uh, but see, this 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 starts with like the, the biggest problem I have with this. And for, well, the biggest problem I have with this is the ending. Second biggest problem I have with this is Pete Postlethwaite was in Aliens Three. He's a big enough name. They um, in this film they brought uh, back Sigourney, but she was different. Yeah. Uh, in one way, she was kind of hypersexualized. <laughs> no, do you remember like the fucking the, the whole like uh, when Renata Ryder hears her name, knows who she is, yeah. associates her with the aliens, and goes to kill her. Yeah, and she kind of gets up there, and she's almost like feeling her. Fa- and then the basketball scene, like Sigourney Weaver was sexy in this yeah. film, and they never really did that. Yeah, like they never leaned into it. Do you think it's because she's now in in a sense a queen, and she yeah, just wants exactly. to reproduce? That's the thing. That's the thing. They are. Like she can, she's Ripley eight, uh, as in she has, mm. she's Ripley's DNA mixed with the Queen's DNA, but mostly Ripley's yeah, DNA. And this is two hundred years in the future. And it's two hundred years in the future, yeah. and she's kind of like a hybrid. She's... I, I actually tried to cut across it, but I have a good theory behind this. I said it to Mrs. Um, I think because uh, we were wondering how she they would have uh, uh, recovered her DNA and the Xenomorph's DNA and stuff like that. I was thinking maybe the medical officer Clemens did uh, exams on her exa- yeah, and no. he would have drawn blood and that's if she, if she, she would have been pregnant with the queen at the time exactly so that's how they got the yeah, queen DNA right, with hers yeah. Yeah, that's what I was but thinking but obviously the technology wasn't there and won't be there for uh, the longest time. Yeah, or well they've been doing it for a long time as we see later on in that room we see she's eight but I'd imagine that the technology wasn't that old at that stage and that they were they were running a, a series of trials yeah because otherwise she probably would have been 58 yeah know, or something like that yeah when but, human clones so hard to do like cause yeah exactly. and did so many failed experiments as well as we see earlier on so yeah, so yeah. how long but, did it take but, it to but, get but to, to, back to like again when you've seen her doing the basketball thing she's yeah 
one pearl man she's holding the ball behind his head and all this kind of stuff and I thought the matter the she's matter, like Harlem Harlem. yeah I, I, the matter kind of sexy and cool and aloof and that didn't really work for me in the sense that just just Ripley was kind of uh, yeah, she she had one one thing she wanted to destroy these things yeah. because every time she'd been brought into contact with them with the she was she realized what a dangerous weapon kill everything she knew and everything and she loved. also everything she knew everything she loved and also yeah. they wanted to take it there was companies now in alien resurrection it should be mentioned that it's the u.s military yeah whaling it's not whaling anymore it's just simply because the u.s said, military whaling uh, went out business decades prior yeah. that's what brad Drift or so i think says or something yeah yeah so they're gone yeah, yeah. cream of worm tongue also by the way from game Tr- or lord of rings there you go jesus yeah. it goes on and on yeah he's but um legend but uh that it was um that she knows that to weaponize this to mainstream it yeah like and if it kills me it can't be this but i didn't feel she had that same drive because this time she was brought back with some sort of connection to them mm. and don't get me wrong she, she she's the protagonist and she ends up like taking on aliens and all that kind of i don't stuff. even see her as the protagonist of this movie i see winona Ryder as the protagonist yeah see it's not strange that's yeah. what i mean and i don't even know if it was written that way that's my point yeah. uh, that i i think that's just might be your perspective of it yeah and it's a very fair perspective yeah. of it but that just tells that how again it felt like a blade film yeah they brought in a a group of marine. I don't know how these guys ended up to be in any way the good guys. They're not marines. They're pirates. Pirates, and they end up bringing in like a bunch of fucking. They hijack. What to do is they hijack the ship. They, uh, your man, one of the survivors, uh, the guy who ends up being the killer and bone collector, I think. But uh, I can't remember his name. He's the guy that actually has Purvis or something. Yeah, like that. Purvis. He has yeah, the blade yeah. dildo in. He has the the knife dildo in um seven. That guy. Like he put a gun to my head. He told me to fuck her. Do you know that guy? Yeah. Um, but like. So he's uh, going to a nickel uh, mine or nickel factory. And what happened was uh, Ron Perlman's crew hijacked him. Hijacked him. That's a weird way to say that. They hijacked him and then they um, they sold him to be experimented on. Because remember that scene where... Yeah, all, fit, all, and it was cool. It was, the pods it was, in yeah, the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of incubation pods and, and there's an actual alien pod inside of it. Yeah. And it's just her head. Like they can't even reach yeah, out Yeah, that's hands. horrible. And it's horrible. Mm. And it was so fucking... It was so fucking grotesque. And of course, this of course leads to aliens. We don't need to like fucking delve into that too much. Because yeah. we're in aliens for now. Yeah. Um, and but not only that, is this the first time a facility has been set up dedicated to breeding aliens? Because your man mentions we've got like two dozen or twelve more or some shit. Like remember yeah, after yeah, they yeah, kill a few. Yeah. This is the major difference because the this is the first time that the aliens have been reproduced on purpose by humans. Because in Hadley's Hope, there were victims, and that's how there were so many of them, just because there were so many settlers. There was, like, over 200 people there or something, wasn't there? And, like, in the first one, it was just, like, they, they, it didn't reproduce because there was no queen, so there was no more eggs. So all it was doing was incubating people because that was that's its life cycle. It, like, it finds a part of a ship, and it starts to make a nest. You know what I mean? And, if it, and it pretty much keeps people there, keeps them alive until they can get more face huggers to reproduce. That's how it does, you know what I mean? But this is the first time that we've seen that an installation has been set up and it's all it's focus on is experimenting in the reproduction of these xenomorphs because they want to use them as a biological weapon, you know, for the bioweapons, <laughs> by the weapons division, you know what I mean? Like for whaling or whatever, back in the day. But that this is the difference, I think, because they purposely reproduce them. It's kind of like something akin to like a Jurassic Park. The The danger is only there because we created it. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. And that's the 100%. difference between Alien Resurrection oh, and the other ones, you know? It never needed to happen in any sort of context. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, but there was uh, Gaiman or something was his name, the scientist who was kind of obsessed with him. But, you know, he had that button that, that released, the, I'm going to say, hydrogen uh, or whatever. Or nitrous, nitrogen. Nitrogen, yeah, yeah, sorry. Nitrous oxide or some nitrous shit. Oxide. Yeah. And he was... Uh, <laughs> they're quick learners and stuff like that but he had this romantic but i always thought it's so creepy again again, this this film had enough cool scenes yeah kind of cool his name was was, uh he was the dude he was in um no but he was in the crow uh uh, gettyman no that was the captain gettyman by drift yeah the the, the guy you're thinking that was michael something um one sec no you keep going there and i look for names but he um Michael Madison, Wincott. Madison, but then when they decided there was three aliens in a cage yeah. and two aliens kind of decided to turn on one and use his uh, naturally corrosive blood yeah. to get out. And I thought, 
Originally, I thought this was a mistake continuity-wise because they mentioned how the acid, uh, the acidic blood calcifies eventually after the creature dies, and that's why the face hugger doesn't continue to burn through stuff after it dies. But and I was looking at the scene, the uh, I can't. I really think the sheer amount. Yeah, it burns. Death. Yeah, it burns through instantly, but not all the body does. And I was like, first I was like, oh, is that a continuity error? And then I couldn't figure it out because not all the body burns through. So maybe the rest of it calcified. But that initial impact of that constant burst of the two xenomorphs, like you said, killing the third weakest one, obviously, like a pack animal would, like or whatever. And then that uh, that initial burst of like just guts pouring out, I think that would pour through. And the fact that the rest of the body didn't holds up continuity wise, I think. I don't know, because this is the little shit I look for. <laughs> you know, just shaking his head at me. Yeah, no, I was just, no, I never knew at all. And then, of course, he goes in, like, and he says, yeah, they've just escaped. They're probably, like, 10 feet away. Gonna have me a little lucky down the <laughs> Bad drift, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. It's like, have a little pixie do. <laughs> and then again, this is another cool scene when they kind of run havoc on the ship and everyone yeah. starts. Like, I loved, I loved when uh, one of the aliens got into one of the escape pods. Yeah, and uh, the colonel uh, lobs a grenade, and the guy just... you played Al didn't he in um, yeah. in uh, Quantum Leap? Exactly, the exactly. Guy, yeah. Is, yeah. And it lands in, and of course he, you know, he blows the pod just as it gets out into space into Kingdom Come. Then he gets taken out. Like the deaths in this were spectacular. If you yeah. were to say what are the most spectacular deaths? You'd look at this film quite a few times. Dan I loved my favorite way an alien was taken out. I loved the underwater scene where he shoots some sort Bob of R- RPG kind of thing. Yeah. And the, the first alien manages to avoid it because it's been slowed down by the water. Yeah. But it takes out the second one. Yeah. And I just, oh, I just, Joner. It was so cool. Joner's his character's name, Ron Perman. I love his name. No, he was. Like, here's the thing. I thought he was so... Like, he was hammy as fuck. Don't get me wrong. That was probably studio direction. You know, like... That's Ron uh, Perlman, though. But that's Ron Perlman. Remember Ron Perlman so... is part of the blood pack and Blade 2. He hams yeah, up like a motherfucker. Exactly. You know he what I mean? He hams up like a motherfucker. And I, but then he was such Reinhardt. a good hellboy. Mm. You know? But, uh... Yeah, he, he was he was hammy. But, uh... I thought it had so many fucking cool scenes looking back on it. Like, <laughs> so, again, it was like bla- it was like a Blade film. Do you think it's the case of, like... We talk about that big word, expectations, constantly... Yeah. You think it's a case of like... Well, when it's gone, like when expectations... It's completely gone. gone. And like when he hangs he, from the... If you get any enjoyment of a movie that you have zero expectations to get any enjoyment from, yes. that enjoyment gets magnified. Of course. You know what I mean? Like Of course. And in the same reverses, if you have high expectations for a movie that... Absolutely fails. It destroys you, like Spider-Man but 3. you know when he hangs from the... When the, the, the ladder. paraplegic guy and he's on the back of the CSI guy... Warwick Brown. Warwick Brown and... Uh, and they end up reversing roles because he gets acid spot in his face, which we never knew Xenomorphs Yeah, do. can I say something? This scene made no sense to me, right? Because he could easily shake it off at any time. It was like barely a finger hanging onto his boot. Yeah. You know, and like, the, in my mind, if I was to write that scene, I would have reversed it and had the guy who was paralyzed have the Xenomorph hang onto his foot and he can't shake it off because he's paralyzed. Yeah. But the other guy wasn't paralyzed. The other guy was gravely injured, but, but not paralyzed. Yeah, and he was dodging bullets about two minutes before that, and then obviously yeah. he's incapacitated. Because remember, you, but even, yeah, even Ron when, Perlman uh, hangs back when Owner Ryder tries to kill Ripley Eight, and uh, there he they tried to arrest the entire crew for a terroristic. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, those two dudes like just fucking kill seven soldiers in yeah. that room, like fucking. You know, guns yeah, coming out. Do you know the scene you're talking about? There was like, because like, remember, pretty much they're com- they they go through the water. They're going up the oak and all that shit. Right before that, we're just uh, I want to add this in because it'll come back later on. Winona Ryder gets shot here and she falls into the water. West or something. Yeah, like by the... the yeah, and then uh, we see that scene you're talking about where uh, Ron Perlman hangs backwards because the xenomorph comes up out of the water. And he shoots it right through. I loved it when he shot, shot it right through the head and then its head exploded. Yeah. Again, it was, again like a Blade film. It, it was... It, 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 the horror aspect was gone. Yeah. Like gone, gone. 100%. 100% murdered. Do you, so do you think this is a case of overcorrection where uh, Alien 1 we touched on is a science fiction horror thriller, right? Aliens 2 is a science fiction action thriller all right i think it's the better yeah, fair. Yeah, and fair. alien 3 is uh 
science fiction horror thriller maybe yeah and because they wanted to what you touched on in the last part is they wanted to kind of you know recapture that feeling of part and one they tried to, i think they tried to make it fun yeah but you, you think this is I mean? yeah because it's 1997 yeah it and was... we get these over-the-top action movies you're talking about like a blade and even though like that it's a horror it's based in the horror landscape it, it's it's kind of like rejected a lot of its horror tone as it goes along it's more action exactly like in terms of like when you get to play tree or something agree, agree, do, yeah. do, you, do, sorry, do you think this is an overcorrection when you get to alien resurrection that they're like look at the tone of aliens that it's an all-out action movie in a lot of ways but they forgot the aliens has suspense and oh it, yeah no, so, still about no suspense yeah that's the thing no like, point. it's an old and like you know when the captain the guy that was sorry the guy that wasn't crow like confused there when Captain Michael uh, Wincott, I checked up his yeah, name. Yeah, when he dies, and then they hide underneath his body, and when the alien comes back, because there's something a little bit like they make a sound or something, and they yeah. stick a gun out and they shoot the alien in the head, and you're like, yeah, you're having a bit too much like Western fun, you know? Yeah. I mean? Like it, it's almost like a, like. A, like Do you a think it was a case that Jean Paul Genot was like, uh, in, the, in the way David Fincher was kind of like, I want to make Alien again. John Paul was like, I want to make Aliens again. Yeah. But, like, in the sense that Dave Fincher didn't miss the point, it was studio interference. That John Paul you know, whatever his name is, he missed the point completely about Aliens, made Aliens special. I don't know. It felt like what a, today, what a game of Aliens would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, you like, know, like a little bit of stealth, good weaponry. You are going to end up killing 300 Aliens before you get to the Queen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, Boss that, that, It was that, yeah. It was, they actually had, like, a build it had like increasing levels of difficult difficulty yeah. characters getting killed off so your crew was less so the difficulty again was higher yeah literally felt like a game yeah and it literally felt like a game like and do you what did you think of the big difference in this obviously of course is ripley's not just a clone but we have a hybridized xenomorph human like pretty much all right the two scenes i want to talk about. yeah i suppose we haven't really touched upon the fact that ripley is not ripley now like ripley is a clone of herself is like she, at and one her, point when she fights the pirates, one of them picks up. He must be pretty enhanced himself. He picks up a a, a, a dumbbell. Like he picks up a large, sorry, a, 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 an actual weight. Yeah. And he hits her square in the face with it. So we're talking. He picks up low key thirty kilos. Yeah. Of of metal. Yeah. And he hits her right in the nose with it. She yeah. wipes it off and and she throws it on the ground and just. And she is cool. She's good to go. Yeah. But she's superhuman to an almost and now we see superhero the, degree. Yeah, and now we see the blood is acidic. Though her blood is acidic. Yeah. Um, we see I, it with the knife too. Yeah, the two big scenes I want to talk about before we wrap up Alien Resurrection, right? Um, is Ripley finds the the other experiments on board the ship. It's like the different what do you make of Ripley's one through seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they're not even one through seven because like I, I have a feeling that the perfect Ripley was created seven times, like the human, perfect human version. I think she's the per. Really, like, I never. No, I think. Yeah, you know, that kind yeah, of way. Like yeah. I have a feeling she's the eighth iteration. I, I don't know, maybe of overall Ripley's. I could be yeah, wrong because it could be generations. Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah, she yeah. is the eighth iteration of the human version of Ripley. You know that kind of way, yeah. the one that actually looks like a human. But I could be wrong. Maybe you're right there. I, don't know, I also think like in, in, in X Men comics, for example, X twenty three. Which is the the female Wolverine is yeah. the twenty third time they try to and, and apparently make because, Weapon X. And I remember because um the act before, like in the womb, we are XX chromosomes, and then we switch to an XY chromosome yeah. half of the time. Yeah. But the XX chromosome was easier to replicate. Yeah. So on the twenty third try, they tried for a female one, yeah. and it got it got them X twenty three, and she was just simply the twenty third attempt. Yeah. But I don't know. It's actually a really interesting. Yeah. Because obviously, money they, they were they were talking about deep deep pockets. Yeah. They could have made humanoid Ripley's that were um, mentally defunct yeah. or physically defunct. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, no, yeah. that's a good point. I, yeah. I know. And honestly, because they I, mentioned, like, I, I argue did... that maybe even Fincher doesn't know. I'd argue it's like... Um, no, Jean-Paul Pers- Genot did Resurrection. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but I'd imagine that it's um, even a case of... Uh, I'll check. Like uh, the, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Like, uh, sorry, Jean-Pierre Genot. Fuck it, I've been getting his name wrong the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that everyone is this. Yeah, man, fucking hell, I forgot to tell you, Joss Whedon wrote this. Oh, wow. Remember when he was allowed to do that? <laughs> um, but, uh, but like, uh, like, so, like, what did you think of the differences? Like, we see, I, mean, I think you could be right, the more I think about it, maybe that was Ripley's one through seven in that room. And she got the seven. I think that was seven that yeah. has to be euthanized. Yeah, it's just it's such a big jump from that to Ripley eight. That's my thinking. No, see, no, that's that's fair as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's just like the suspending of disbelief that they yeah. got there on eight. It was just that was just a number, just to give you yeah. the, how far they Because if come. that's number seven, what did it do 
Yeah, yeah, it's just big stretch. It's such a big jump. It's a huge you jump. You know what I mean? You're like, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like you know, it's Sonny in iRobot. He's an NS4, but like, I can be, totally believe it when I see an NS3. It's not such a big jump yeah. to Sonny. And I think, you know like, I mean? like, for example, my DNA right now would be an awful lot probably closer to... My DNA would probably be a lot, a lot closer to an Alsatian than yeah. it probably is to a, a super hybrid human being with acidic blood with a psychic connection to yeah, a, an yeah. alien like, species. I, I just it's think huge. Like when you, know? you look at that lab, I think there might have been other iterations of maybe a more. Human, agreed. No, agreed. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. But no, I, I think that's open ended. Again, you know the the, the, the suitcase and Pulp yeah. fiction. Yeah. I don't think Quentin Tarantino knew what that was. Yeah, the, yeah. In fact, that was the point. Everyone said it was Marcellus Wallace's soul because he had the, you know, he had the plaster on the back of his neck yeah. and all this shit. And I love that. And I think it's like, I, I would even put it to you as a writer, it's kind of going like, why not? Like, why not have something and have the story work around it? But yeah. you don't absolutely need to spell out everything. And we were saying, we well, knew have said a few times, a hating spoon fed. Yeah. A hating spoon fed. Yeah, yeah, I prefer storyteller that respect. Exactly. Respect and that's it. She got into a room and so, like, it's again, you, you wake up and it's 20, 28 days later and it's all happened. You don't get to find out yeah. because your internet is gone, your TV is down, and you're one of the last survivors in the world. And I love that. Does that happen before we find out when Nona Riders an Android or after? Is this after the water scene? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, either way, I'll agree with you. That's gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say. But yes, like, what yeah. do you make of so? Like, I, the reason I, I touched on that scene is like we see the different hybridizations of the xenomorphs that they're trying to do in Resurrection, and now later on we see the nest sequence where Brad Dourif is like, you know, still fucking got this massive hard on for xenomorphs, even though he's like covered in fucking goop and shit. Yeah, and he's like, oh my beautiful girl and shit like that. And he talks. Oh, he's to, got such a wrestling <coughs> creep face. Yeah, yeah. Like I bet you he's the type of guy you go for a pint and you just get a pot of tea. Yeah, I think it's know? hilarious though when I watch Lord of the Rings. Like I'm like, I know the king is under a spell. But if I'm not going to like trust any guy, it's the guy that plays Grima Wormtongue. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, nah. Yeah. There's something wrong here. No, yeah. there isn't. It's yeah. like, you know what? I, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what do you think of the scene where we get the full hybridization of the xenomorph human combination where we see the queen? I don't know how. He goes, she's perfect now. She's got, you give her something. Well, they were saying, like, again, it worked both ways because yeah. this was her queen. Yeah. This yeah. is her child. Yeah. Uh, so, and especially, and it does make sense, like in the bullshit movie way, it makes sense. But how but did this wasn't, this wasn't uh, Alien 3 uh, Ripley. This yeah. is literally her DNA. This was her sweat or her blood, more than likely. And the, the, the genetic sequence was completely mixed. Yeah. And they brought it back from that. So obviously there was a little bit of her in the queen and a little bit of the queen in her. But to give her a basically human sex organ where she had like a womb yeah how is that beneficial though it's just i like, don't get and i i don't get how dissemination happened yeah i don't you know what i mean i, I think I, they just grew her in the lab yeah i, I don't think it was that i think it was just the grew and then actually. this is when it just gets unforgivable again i was watching this going you know what i'm enjoying the hell out of this but that that white alien coming out with the kind of human eyes and then just <laughs> literally literally and we we kind of have a thing here in ireland where we say box the head off him <laughs> <laughs> what are you box the head off him. Uh, box the head off of him is yeah. the thing we say and I remember just watching a bit of it and goes oh my god the hybrid box the head off him. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you think of like the like how is that beneficial to the queen to be only able to have one xenomorph at a time instead of being able to <laughs> although I don't know if that was one xenomorph at the time or another possibility of breeding on yeah. top of what was already possible and the fill obviously the no because he said your gift to her was a human reproductive system oh, and, was then, perfect. Yeah, no. and it's not it's absolutely not and especially yeah. when this you can lay when we yeah, see an alien but even the alien itself the hybrid alien it's uh, its strength was completely and totally immense <laughs> like you know it was you know what i mean it was it was off the charts in terms you even remember the scene where it's alone with other writer and yeah. there's that kind of Door is about to close a big heavy metal kind of like spaceship door. Yeah, and it just grabs it, or it's trying to open it. He just grabs it and just shuts it. Yeah, it's it's immensely strong. I get that, but at the same time, if I have a weapon, yeah. I, I want the I want the strong slow one. What do you make uh, of the design of the human xenomorph hybrids? 
Everything about it was stupid. <laughs> Everything about it was stupid. It looked to me like something that would just die. Instantly. Well, here's again, when, you know, when you're making a film, you're kind of going like, you know, you play a character and you think, and I think you did a good job there. And then I'm sure it happens to actors all of the time. You see it and go, wow, I honestly don't feel like this was the film that we were shooting. But sometimes, you know, again, you're, you're, you're filming in front of a green screen or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. You, you can't possibly know. But how did anyone look at this and went, nailed it? <laughs> well, man, like, as I, I don't know. Did I say to you before record, we were recording or on the recording where the director was like, do you know the way they kept saying to you, they did the introduction, the director was like, yeah, they asked me if I wanted to do a director's cut, but no, I looked back at this movie and I was pretty happy with it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he's seen that Xenomorph hybrid and he was like, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. That, that's a wrap, guys. That's our gate. Go to gate. <laughs> and then, as as you said, I'm not sure, I think you did say it in the last podcast, uh, and I'm just going to reiterate that we're four movies in and three of them died in the vacuum of space. Yeah. One of them died getting sucked out into space as in through a very small hole. Yeah. As in death had already happened. <laughs> but I'm counting it. And one was killed by molten lead that was suddenly cooled down yeah. and exploded. That's different. Yeah. I'll, that's I'll the only one it. that's different. I'll give it. There's nothing I can say about yeah. that. First one, jettisoned into space, blown up into truster, but yeah. jettisoned into space. Second one, jettisoned into space, yeah. just to fall through the, the abyss queen. forever. And then the third one, again, blown up by cooling hot lead that had been poured on it. And then the fourth one, tiny little hole. So it died from the decompression <laughs> but just into the space yeah and like the guts get pulled out of it like a motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the skull the weird the weird special effects for the <laughs> skull <laughs> bit at the end were so unnecessary and they're like I'm trying to give a human eyes to make it sympathise with it yeah because the like, dead or xenomorph has no eyes you know yeah and no. I, I know I'm sorry it was just <laughs> it, it was just such a stupid I could forget it because again when I, when I had the thought and I know I've said it 80 times <laughs> and I apologise but when the word blade appeared in my head probably Ron Perlman yeah. uh, when the word blade appeared in my head suddenly the film <laughs> took on a different feel because it had some really awesome um, it, thank you it had some really really awesome scenes as in I loved when the aliens started running amok on the ship yeah. and one got in the escape pod I thought that was cool and then that guy's killed instantly yeah. uh, I thought when they escaped from the jail cell it was fucking absolutely excellent I just think the problem with Alien Resurrection and the difference and the reason why people look at it more sourly than Alien 3 even though Alien 3 technically is not a great movie is the fact that it has zero class excellently said you know what i mean though no 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 it had no gravity yeah not in two at all nothing to no, it re- at all. no real redeeming qualities no except the only thing i would say is the xenomorph looked excellent in it yes and the return to the silver tea of oh the and again like scenes again another scene underwater scene at all spectacular mm. loved it but like this is what i mean this is what blade is like like the first i really enjoyed the first two blades actually so i'm not gonna shit yeah blade trees uh shit trees an absolute shit show yeah but but like i love blade but that be fair that's what blade should be yeah blade was what blade should be this yeah. wasn't what alien should yeah. be yeah exactly yeah it, you are from fair enough you've i, I know it jumped genres a few times yeah. but for me i would if i got my hands in this in 1997 or some again i keep going to hypotheticals but i'm just saying i would think like okay don't forget that yeah this is like sci-fi just means future. Yeah. I know it's a genre, but sci-fi just means future. Yeah. Or so space. it's a horror film yeah. based in the future. Yeah. Horror film yeah. based in the future. And if you want and that didn't capture a lick of that. Yeah, and if you want to lean action, you have to maintain some sort of subtlety and suspense of yeah. the original genre that I came from, which exactly. is horror. Because I love some deaths. Do you remember just after the the uh guy gets pulled down the hall that the aliens escape through yeah and then uh, this other soldier comes in and an alien comes out the other side and hits the red button that they've been using to keep them at bay the, the nitrous or, or the nitrogen yeah and it just freezes him and he's, he starts to peel and stuff yeah like spectacular and his arm breaks the arm he was holding yeah. his gun in um i was like that just reminds me of jason x yeah where he dips you one's head and style over yeah. and stuff yeah i was like you know what that's fucking cool yeah but i was like i'm not don't get me wrong I, I, cool is many 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 things that's not the type of cool i'm here for yeah aliens are dark scary predators that are f- like that are so monolithic in their yeah. approach to what they do that they are terrifying yeah and this just made them kind of like I, I'm not going to say it made them goofy. I think the goofiness was built around them. It made them more of a popcorn villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a popcorn villain. Because yeah. they killed, I don't know, I I, I think, I, I, uh, 
I'm going to say over 30 people died in this oh, film. Oh, I say so. And not just like the blowing up of pods. I mean, yeah. I think a good 30 people were actually yeah, give killed on camera in this yeah. film. Don't, so it was plenty. And I loved that. But I think probably like an almost similar amount of aliens. I mean, they were getting taken out for sport as well. Yeah. It was just like us versus... So me versus an alien... 50-50. So, before we go to the, the next break and then we'll come back with Prometheus and Covenant, Alien oh, Covenant. We have to. <laughs> what is your final thoughts on Alien Tree and Alien Resurrection? Alien Tree was a missed opportunity. Alien Resurrection was unnecessary. Yeah. And if you wanted, there, I could I could go into it a little bit more, but I kind of, to be honest with you, I quite like the just, yeah. you know what, there, if you were to put me absolutely on the line and say, give it to me in two or three words, I would say Alien Tree, kind of, I get it they wanted to round it out. Trilogies are a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a missed opportunity because I don't think everything about it was wrong. Yeah. I think like, you know, dumb it down. Sorry, not dumb it down. I, I take back those words. But uh, scale it back. Yeah. And say, let's let's have the kind of the, the feel of the first one. But let's make it even more dangerous. Yeah. And let's have more more victims. Let's have more. Yeah. yeah um, Body count higher stakes. Yeah, and, higher. And, and, and people she doesn't trust as opposed to a crew that she'd fight and die yeah. for. Uh, so I think missed opportunity. Yeah. I just don't think it was executed well. And four was, uh, you know what? It was just apparently it was just illegal to make films that didn't look like that. Uh, uh, it was just illegal. Yeah, for me, I'm the same as you. Part three is a missed opportunity, and part four is just the director didn't get it. Yes. Yeah, you know that kind of. I just think he yeah. didn't understand. Uh, it does, the but it was again. It was like. Again, it was like Blade, but Blade was supposed to be Blade. That's all I can say yeah. about it, you know. But um, so is that all your final thoughts? Yeah, I think week? I'm good, man. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, so all right, this is Invasion of Police Snatchers. This has been an epic episode, right? We're looking at uh, Franchise Fridays. Uh, it's uh, well, this is we're mo- I was going to say like we're on Fridays. We're mostly on Fridays. Mostly, <laughs> we're mostly on Fridays. Mostly. <laughs> but um, so no um. We're going to take another quick break and we're going to come back and wrap this motherfucker up with Prometheus and Alien Covenant. It's been the longest episode we've ever done here in um, <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And um, so we'll see you after break, folks. I'm your host, Vincent Green. He's your host. Noel John Toohey. And thanks for being with us. Uh, and um, we'll see you after break, folks. And now another word from our sponsors. <laughs> no, I always think like I'm, I will blow a dude fucking drunk when I'm on bud. <laughs>